Welcome to the Real Estate Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Lipsky of Break of Day Capital. I talk to leading experts to discuss a wide range of subjects to educate investors on best-in-class practices to build legacy wealth and positively impact communities. Let's jump in. Hey, it's good to be back on the podcast. Spring is almost officially here and we've got some big news to share. So Gary, why don't you kick it off? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're excited to launch a new name for our podcast now called the Real Estate Investor Podcast as it's more encompassing. We'll still cover asset management, but we'll also add more asset types and a little bit of mindset and lifestyle, which I know we love and we hope our investors love that as well. We want to have more of a holistic view and Joe actually will be a regular part of the podcast hosting some guests and we'll also talk you know, monthly or every two months about current market conditions, some wins and struggles we may be going through from a real estate standpoint and discuss anything else where we can add value to you, our, our loyal listeners. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships, so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz and we'll start the conversation. This sounds very exciting. Why the change? Well, one thing I've learned about being an entrepreneur for over 30 years is that things change and evolve, and this applies to this podcast as well. Gary, could you tell us about some of your favorite guests and nuggets of wisdom that you got from them? Absolutely. I mean, we've we've had, I don't know, about 140 podcasts, and I got to be honest, I've learned something from everyone, someone that maybe just be starting out to someone that's done 30 deals. Everyone has a little bit to offer. So I've really been blessed to have so many great guests on the show. But yeah, there's always a few that kind of stand out. Brandon Turner, episode 126. I love that he thinks big and he's so passionate about what he does. He talked about the processes he goes through hiring someone and kind of makes them go through all these different steps. So it really weeds out those that are not committed and those that don't follow directions. I thought that was really cool. He also talked about his aligned goals with his team. And you know he's given up a decent amount of ownership within his company to find the right people that have allowed his company to really rocket fuel ahead. So great, great podcast. Peter Lineman, most recently, I've always been a big fan of his. He's an acclaimed economist who isn't afraid to make predictions. He talked about how hungry the capital market may or may not be for the NOI that multifamily produces. He talked about the return of greed soon versus fear that we kind of have right now. And greed, not necessarily a bad thing, but like chasing that NOI and investors flocking back into multifamily. We had Brian Burke in episode 122, always been a big fan of his, 33 years of experience, quality over quantity. He talked a lot about patience that he's working a lot on his golf game right now and kind of waiting and being, you know, super patient, you know, so you've got, you know, we've got some people that are super aggressive. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you've got, you know, Brian, who is super conservative and patient. 
We also had a Rod Khalif, episode 109, big mindset guy. He talked about opportunity ahead, which we fully believe in, and that it's never too late to jump into real estate, but you have to get educated. There's a lot of people out there that have, have jumped in and that don't have the right mentors, haven't put in the time to really educate themselves. And you can do really, really well in real estate, but it's certainly not you know, get rich quick. It's get rich over time and you put in the work. And then another one, Gino Barbaro, episode 77, he did a deep dive into systems, people, and culture to grow his company and his coaching platform. And that was, you know, like a mini MBA in like 20 minutes, tons and tons of golden nuggets. So if you haven't checked out those episodes that I just listed, definitely check them out. And like I said, Pretty much every episode, there's some really great nuggets, and we try to have something for everyone and to help people become better real estate investors. Yeah, I definitely heard some of those episodes that you mentioned. In fact, I think I had to listen to a few of them more than once, picking up new nuggets each time. I'm curious, what do you have any favorite podcasts yourself? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of good ones, right? So if I had to pick a few off the top of my head... I like one when you interview Chris Bystransky, and that's a little bit more personal for me because it's really about removing your your limiting beliefs, you know, getting out of that limiting mindset, and then just stepping out of your comfort zone. You know, Gary, as you know, this is something very personal for me. It's part of my personal development that I'm working on, so that that's near and dear to me. And then because I spend so much time talking with investors all the time, I have to kind of explain things from the GP perspective and as well as from an LP perspective. And so another episode that I resonate with is the one where you interview Randy Langenderfer. And in that episode, Randy kind of described the challenges and the obstacles that general partners face and have to overcome and learning those lessons, doing things differently the next time, and also communicating that effectively with the investor, making sure they understand what's going on. I just thought that general partners, you know, they really do earn their money and they don't just sit around and wait for the money to come in the mailbox. That's for the LPs, you know, as long as the GPs do a good job. So I just thought there was a good reminder that, that there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. And then another one that I really liked was the one that you interviewed, K. Trevor Thompson. He's a really cool guy that I actually met at a couple of meetups and befriended recently. But I just thought that it was really interesting because... You know, he started off in that deal as an LP and then he ended up becoming an asset manager because, you know, he had wrongfully picked to choose to work with the unscrupulous operator. And just, you know, I just thought that there were a lot of lessons learned there. You know, just it's important to pick who to work with. And he actually, I don't know if you remember this, but he credits you for teaching him the asset management skills, you know, not only from your book, but also your asset management coursework. So he credited you significantly for for him having to step in to help the operator. Yeah, he's been a big supporter of ours. And I love his passion for learning. You know, you could take someone to the water, but you can't make them drink it. And he's been just really throwing himself out there and, and learning and networking. And that's how why he's become a really good asset manager. And so very cool. And, and it's funny that you mentioned Chris's story because that was something totally off our regular podcast and and something that we want to do forward. But that story really spoke to me as well as a leader. And I thought it definitely had a place here. And so 
I'm, I'm glad that we're going to be able to bring more of those stories in the future. I agree. So, Gary, we got a little bit more time left, and I wanted to let our listeners get to know you a little bit better. Would it be okay if we asked you a few personal questions? Go for it. All right, cool. All right. What do you love to do outside of work? So I love what I do. And so I don't look at it as work. Like this is, I'm very, anything I get involved in, I'm passionate about. And so I don't mind the, you know, sometimes, you know, 85 hours and, you know, taking a 5 a.m. flight to be in Phoenix early in the morning so we could tour new properties and and tour all of ours. But yes, got to have some fun time. And I love being outside, hiking. I play beach volleyball if I'm in town twice a week. We have a basketball game, a private game that we've had that's kind of evolved over the years. We've played that for about 24 years now and travel, but travel that we're not good just sitting at the beach and whatnot. We have to be like exploring and being out in nature, love live music, love food. (laughs) So those hobbies keep me busy. That's awesome. Tell us about your favorite non-real estate book. Yeah, I would say it's crucial conversations. And we all have to have those tough conversations, whether it's work or, you know, with a partner or a child or your parents. And so that's like one of my favorite books because it gives you a lot of skills or tools for your toolbox to how to have these tough conversations, which we all hate having. So I think it's a really great book that everyone should read. Thank you for that recommendation. Tell us about a recent trip that you took and why did you take that trip? Yeah, recently I took my two daughters and my lady. We went to Spain and Portugal over Christmas break. It's been on our bucket list for many, many years. And it was great to just get away and explore other countries. We've been wanting to travel to Europe for a long time, obviously, you know, you had COVID and, and whatnot. And we averaged over six and a half miles every single day while we were on this trip, just exploring, just walking everywhere, having good food and you know, jumping into the culture and everything. So it was a great trip for me to bond with my daughters and have great lifelong memories. And that's so important to, you know, when it comes down to it, it's, it's about relationships and connecting. That's the most important thing. So we were able to do, you know, have two weeks to ourselves to really just escape and enjoy. Sounds like a great place for our next corporate retreat. What do you think? (laughs) I like it. I like it. Can you tell us about what your favorite project has been so far? Each project is like a kid, you know, they're, they're all your favorite, but I guess I've got two of them. And one was the uh, adaptive reuse project we have going on in Phoenix. And it's funny, we bought, it was an office space that was single story. So it looked like multifamily. And it's funny, when we went to get the the loan for the property, the lender's like, this property has been on the market for a year. What are you doing? You're crazy. Why are you paying this amount? And I'm like, this is pennies on the dollar. Look at it as multifamily, not as office space. And we have since converted the existing bill to 44 units. We'll get our CFO by the time this airs for that, we already have a huge waiting list and we've already powered foundation for the two new buildings. We're building 60 new units. So we'll have a total of 104 and we'll be going vertical very shortly. So that's been a really, really cool project to watch and see and evolve. And then also Icon on Park, 
This was a property we bought in April 2022. Tremendous loss to lease. And it just was very, very neglected. And we have completely changed this property. Beautiful paint job, new landscaping. We added a dog park. We redid the pool area. We also changed out the gym area because the entrance was through the office. And so residents could only use it from nine to five. So they have, we added a new doorway and we closed it off to the office. We opened up the office. We raised the ceiling. 12 inches doesn't sound much, but it really looks so much more open. We painted it, new flooring, new lighting. We opened up the clubhouse. We got an extra probably 10 feet by going into the room behind it. And there was plumbing. So we added a kitchen. You know, this was a C-class property and now it's, you know, a B, B-plus property. We're getting tremendous rent bumps and residents are staying because they love what we did to the property. And that's what we always try to do is create win-win opportunities for our investors and for our residents. And they see the value. The rents are still super competitive. You know, we're not, we don't try to charge more than anyone else. We try to charge market rate and add a lot more value to our residents. And they see that. And so it's it's really cool. It's great to see people from the property management team go by there and use it as an example to see what can be achieved in a relatively short time. So yeah, those are two projects that I'm, I'm stoked about. Yeah, I remember when you took me to two of the properties and, and when I saw the office conversion project, I was like, oh, wow. You know, I could see your vision right away and I wish we could do a lot more of these deals. So, you know, hopefully we'll find more for our investors. And yeah. then, yeah, Icon on Park. Oh my gosh. You know, I, you know, I'm an investor in that deal and I can't even recognize it from how it started. It's almost unrecognizable and it's a lot of work was put into that place and it, and it really shows. Well, Gary, you know, with that in mind, what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned from the industry? You know, you, you build up this knowledge base. But every day, every week, things are always changing and you have to keep learning. I don't profess to know everything, which is fine, but I have a great network. And if I don't know something, I can reach out to someone that I know and say, hey, have you have you experienced this? I'm curious. I'm, I want to get your feedback. And if they don't know, know it, they'll usually know someone that, that has gone through that. So it's great to be part of a community that helps each other. And it's, you're always problem solving. You're always trying to be proactive. You know, anytime things don't stay perfect the whole time. And so you got to stay on top of it. And a lot of times, some of our best deals are, are projects that require a ton of work and things aren't going as good as you had hoped, but you kill the projections and you go, you know, many, many times past your, your projections because of all the work that you've done and selling at the right time. You know, that's the key, selling at the right time. So having really good debt on it, having cash reserves and being proactive from from even before you take over so that you can execute on your business plan and, you know, make a bad deal good and a good deal great. Yeah, sounds good. So Gary, you know, I've always known you as an entrepreneur and somebody with many, many years of operational experience and management expertise. Knowing what you know today, if you could travel back in time, what advice would you give to the young Gary Lipsky? So in the beginning of my entrepreneurial life, I'd say I didn't have the mentors that I have today. It's funny. I'm more successful now than I've ever been. I invest so much money in into myself now 
that I wish I had done at a, at a younger age that has helped me and provided a really good support network for me if, again, if for whatever I need to help my business. So I would definitely advise my younger self and for those listening is to really invest in yourself, really learn, love the process, which I know sometimes is frustrating. I mean, there's there are times we, we didn't have a deal for 13 months and very, very frustrating. And you want to go from zero to 10 deals or, or, or 20 deals. And you got to put in the work and you take your time and you know, you're only as good as your last deal. So it's, it's not a race, you know, take your time, be patient, keep learning, keep networking, keep growing. So that, that's what I would tell my, my younger self. That sounds awesome. Well, Gary, we're getting a little bit closer to the conclusion of this podcast. But before we do that, could you tell us about the award that you just won and the recent speaking engagement? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So recently I spoke at Pretend City, which is a nonprofit. Actually, one of our investors uh, invited me to speak because she knew my prior business. We worked with over 9,000 at-risk youth students daily throughout Southern California. And obviously, speaking to their youth leadership council was near and dear to my heart. And so I got to speak to them about entrepreneurship and my journey. And actually, one of the things I, I didn't mention before about one of the lessons to learn that I spoke about to the kids is not being fearful of failure. Failures do happen, setbacks happen, and to embrace it and learn from it and not take it as you, you need to be perfect. So it was really cool to speak to about 20 youth and maybe 10, 15 parents that came out. And I look forward to having a luncheon in a couple of weeks that I've donated some money to, to and be a part of. So looking forward to that. And then the award was Apartment Owners Association of America. And they have, I think, 139,000 members. And we were honored to win Best Syndicator of 2022. So it was pretty cool to be, you know, when you have that many members and, and you're being selected for that kind of award. It's humbling and it's an honor, you know, just makes us want to keep keep working harder and harder at what we, what we do, you know. Congratulations on that, Gary. I'm so glad Thanks. to be part of the team. And it, it is a team effort. You know, it's not, it, it's everyone, you know, Dylan, Jacqueline, you, all of our independent contractors that work for us that help us. It is a team effort and I'm grateful for our Break of Day Capital team. It's awesome. Well, I hope the audience got a little bit more insight uh, into our fearless leader at Break of Day Capital. Like I said, I'm excited for the new format on the Real Estate Investor Podcast. Is there anything different that our listeners need to do given the new name? Is there a sign-up fee? Is there an investor application? No, it's all free. If you've already subscribed, you don't need to do a thing. If you haven't subscribed, please do so now so you don't miss an episode. I'll also ask that you like and review the podcast so we can grow it. We've received a lot of great feedback and wanted to cast a wider net after more than 140 episodes and almost three years of hosting it. I know I've learned a ton from our guests and I hope you have too. So I'm looking forward to another 140 episodes of learning and hearing other people's stories. Me too. I definitely share that sentiment. And I'm excited to be on the podcast and help bring value to our listeners. I guess that's it. We'll be back next week with another informative episode on the Real Estate Investor Podcast. See you soon, guys. To all of our listeners, thanks for joining us. And if you like this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher and like, subscribe, and leave a review as it will help us reach more people. And if you'd like to learn more about what we do at Break of Day Capital, 
Head over to our website at breakofdaycapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and fill out our investor application. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.